Welcome to Heart Chats with Jessica, where we are having fun in Jesus. Join us today to hear an encouraging message to help you embrace your place and finish your race with joy and victory. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm going to be sharing on, I tried that faith stuff and it didn't work today. So um, I'm just going to be sharing from my heart on this topic of faith and, you know, not giving up when it feels like maybe it feels like it didn't work. Um, But, you know, really learning what living by faith means and that it's not just some faith stuff, but there's more to it than that. So we're going to get into today's message. Um, You know, just over the years, I have noticed that too many Christians have things wrong about a successful life of faith. I can't tell you how many times I've heard complaints about living by faith being too hard, or I tried it and it didn't work. And the list goes on. You know, they believe that in order for them to succeed at living by faith, they have to rely on their ability and their faith. And that is why ultimately they fail. A life of faith is not a result of your perfection and abilities. Living by faith is not living by muttering or, you know, just mumbling and repeating something that you've heard. You know, people have misconstrued living by faith to mean constantly muttering their faith confessions. And, you know, if I cross this T and I dot that that I, then maybe, just maybe, I will get the breakthrough I'm believing God for. You know, and it's sad because these people have spent, you know, too much of their time turning faith into a mathematical theorem of confusion rather than an actual answer-producing equation. How does this happen? Is it because they don't carefully consider what they hear, as Mark 4.24 tells us? Some people hear a portion of the message and take that small portion as being the whole package and they act on it as such. When, you know, this partial package doesn't work, you know, it's someone else's fault for promoting quote unquote doctrine that doesn't work. Matthew, um, you know, 13, 19 through 22 is a good reference here. And the problem is that, you know, usually people give up on that faith stuff because they never really understood it in the first place. They went through the motions of living by faith, but actually didn't believe it, you know, deep in their hearts. Um, It would be like going to someone, going through the motions of, you know, being saved, but not actually believing in Jesus and then finding themselves in hell and saying that Christian living stuff didn't work. You know, faith is more than muttering a list of confessions. Making a confession list with scriptures, you know, is a good thing to do. And it is an aid in times where your faith is weak, but it should never replace living by faith. There's a complete difference. One is a good aid to help you get yourself into faith, but there's a difference between that 
and living by faith. And oftentimes people don't know that separation or that difference. You know, faith is so much more than, you know, the mutterings and systemic systematic confessions. You know, faith is taking God at his word and being confident that if you believe and speak faith, God will meet your needs super abundantly above your highest prayers and dreams. It tells us that in Philippians 4:19 and Ephesians 3:20 20 through 21. You know, a successful life of faith is trusting in God's ability and being confident of what he has promised in his word. You know, true success in living by faith is being faithful to the word of God and resting. That's a key word, resting in the truth that God has already won the victory. Some good scriptures for reference here are 2 Corinthians 2.14, 1 Corinthians 5.57, Romans 8.37, 1 John 4.4 and 5.4. You know, so many Christians give up living by faith because they allow unbelief to sneak in. They were not fully persuaded. In Romans 4, 17 through 22, Paul tells us that as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He was appointed our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and speaks of the non-existent things that he has foretold and promised as if they already existed. For Abraham, human reason for hope being gone, hope in faith that he should become the father of many nations as he had been promised. So numberless shall your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered the utter impotence of his own body, which was as good as dead because he was about a hundred years old. Or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's deadened womb, no unbelief or distrust made him waver, doubtingly question concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God, fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and do what he had promised. That is why his faith was credited to him as righteousness, right standing with God. See, Abraham had all great reasonings for faith to not work. God told him he was going to have descendants as numerous as the stars, and yet he has reached nearly a hundred years of age, and his wife is way past the natural age for bearing children. He could have given up and said that faith didn't work. That faith stuff didn't work. But the Bible tells us that he staggered not at the promises of God, but that he was fully 
persuaded, not partially, not almost. He was fully persuaded that God was able to do that which he had promised. If we are ever going to live successful lives of walking by faith, we have to be fully persuaded that God is able to accomplish that which he promised in his word. When we release our faith and we put our trust in God's promises, then God is able to act because he has already heard our faith. Hallelujah. He hears our faith. So when we act on that and we release it and we trust him at his word, he hears our faith. And when he hears our faith, that is what causes him to act. Faith Not a list of confessions that you mutter out of religious tradition, but faith, persuaded, fully faith is what moves God. Good references there are Galatians 3, 2 and 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Successful Christian living isn't just floating through life thankful for God's grace that just causes you to have everything you've ever wanted without lifting a finger. That's known as self-centered gospel. But successful Christian living is living by faith, growing in faith, increasing and stretching your faith, and calling those things which be not as though they were. As it says in Romans 4.17, true success as a Christian is allowing God to increase your faith so that he can use you mightily to reach the lost. That's our whole purpose here. His whole purpose for us being here is for us to not, you know, lose in life or to, to, you know, not reach the lost. We're not here just to live for ourselves. We're here for a purpose. And that purpose is for us to win the lost. And to do that, we're going to have to have great faith because it takes great faith for God to work through you to reach people with great issues. (laughs) Amen. Like people who have big issues, they need big answers. And if we have weak, small faith, we're not going to have those answers that they need. But when we're full of faith and we allow God to increase our faith, he can use us mightily to reach the lost. He wants to get you to a place where you can speak to cancer or tumors and watch them fall off of bodies or speak to demonic spirits that have oppressed people and watch people be freed. God isn't out there trying to make life hard on us. He is out there trying to get us to a place where we can be of greater service to him, where we can help grow the kingdom and reach the hurting, dying of the world. He wants us, wants to use us mightily if we will let him. But we must first learn to live by faith. Living by faith isn't hard. It just takes dedication and knowledge of the word. It takes time to grow in faith. It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. As it talks about in Romans 10, 17, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, Mark 11, 20 through 26, and John 14, 13. So don't ever say, oh, I tried that faith stuff and it didn't work. No, faith tried you. And you weren't ready as a 
well-known minister has said before. I love that quote. Faith tried you and you weren't ready. God tells us to live by faith. He goes so far as to say in Hebrews 11 that without faith, it is impossible to please God. I don't know about you, but I sure want to please God. Everywhere you look in the New Testament, it focuses on the importance of faith in living a victorious life. God breathes faith. Faith is how God operates, and it is how we should operate. So step out today. Put past failures behind you and dive into the Word of God. Study faith for yourself in His Word. View it free of any biased views you may have of faith due to past shortcomings in living by faith. View living by faith with new eyes as you study what God has to say about it in his word. God is wanting to bless your socks off. So start giving him permission to do so. Live by faith and not by sight. I trust this message blessed you today. Have a wonderful day as you grow in your faith and allow God to increase you in your faith and take you places you only dreamed of because you allowed him to shift and change your perspective on faith and allowed him to expand your faith so that you can be who he's called you to be in this season, in this time, and in this life. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Be sure to subscribe and check out more episodes for uplifting, timely words, as well as informative interviews with experts in various areas of life and ministry, all with the purpose to help you live a life you love with eternal impact.